the next film that we will be reviewing comes from Joel. We wanted, or well, I wanted to go over Dunkirk, the World War II movie about how the British did not get annihilated in France. If it was going to be the downfall of anything, it would be the French, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be the French. For the, for the British. <laughs> so I have seen it. Morgan has not. Nope. This movie is really, really great. It's a... It is a Christopher Nolan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it might be a Zack Snyder for some reason, but... Um, I have no idea why you would think that. That's I don't, weird. I don't know either. For, for some reason, it was in my head. But yes, Christopher Nolan, you know, so it's a, it's, it's very good as far as the cinema goes. You know, most people know the story, you know, the stories, it's a historic fact, you know, hey, the British won, they got across. So, but you know, how, and, and that's the important part of this movie is this is explaining how they get how they won, how they got across type thing. Mm -hmm. So he does an excellent job of the storytelling. The, a bunch of the scenes on there is actually really cool. Um, it's very smooth. You kind of, the way the story is told, it's very unique. So I really enjoyed it. I, th I think you'll enjoy it, <laughs> but... Well, and that was actually one of the things I want to ask you about is why you think I would enjoy it because, I'll be real honest with you, I think this is the only Nolan film I haven't seen. Because I've seen, well, I haven't seen his very first film. It's all in black and white. It's called The Following. But I've seen Memento, and I've seen Insomnia. Of course, seen The Batmans. I've seen Inception. Um, and uh, I've seen Interstellar. I haven't seen Dunkirk. His new movie's not out yet, mm -hmm. Oppenheimer, which looks really good. And I've seen Tenet. I think that's all of them. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot, but a lot of them are good. And so Dunkirk is like the only one out of his really like, Dunkirk is the only movie that's produced by a studio I have not seen. Okay. So it's really the only one with wide release I haven't seen. And there's kind of a couple reasons. One, I like World War II stories in general, but the way that they cut the trailers and just the vibe I got from it, it frankly sounded boring. I know that sounds maybe bad, but it just didn't sound appealing. The second thing, and this this is kind of an unusual critique of a film, although it's one that's levied against Nolan's films more than some people is that the sound is very loud and unrelenting. Like the music score kind of covers everything. And some people didn't like that. That Those are basically my two negatives walking into this. So I'm kind of walking into this film interested, but not excited, if that makes sense. Like I'm interested because it may be a much better film for me than I think it is which is kind of why like when you you said yeah Dunkirk I was like oh uh, okay so this is a movie I've kind of put off seeing to be honest I 100% agree with you it like the movie 
from the trailers does not look it, it does it looks very boring the sound i mean nolan in all of his movies i feel like the sound the score just kind of at certain parts just overtakes sure. and so i can agree with you on that but and and the sound one isn't as big of a deal for me because i felt like people said that with tenant that the sound a lot of people i felt like said the sound was so masked if by the score and sound effects that it was hard to hear the dialogue and i didn't really find that to be true i don't remember if i watched it with subtitles or not cuz sometimes at our house it's late we watch with subtitles but i don't remember that being an issue i specifically remember in some of the batmans like it the sound was extremely loud and i couldn't like had to watch it with subtitles almost like so you know i i get that it's it's i don't i saw it in theaters whenever it first came out that's if i remember right that's the only time i've seen it dunkirk yes yes dunkirk um but i still enjoyed it um i'm i'm a pretty big history buff as far as world war 2 goes like okay. i i love like seeing the strategies of the battles and how they did this how they did that and so i kind of know i i knew a lot of the history of dunkirk and what happened so to see it on a movie was it was really cool to just kind of see that and uh, just the way the story of it and everything so that's what i really enjoyed about it i've listened to some stuff on world war ii and read some it's i don't really know how to put like i'm always interested in world war ii but i'm definitely wouldn't feel like i'm a buff i guess i enjoy it i think it's very interesting so from that perspective i'm i'm definitely interested and I always find it interesting too as an American just to see British stories. One thing I actually, I mean, this is a little off subject, but I loved hearing about the bombing of Britain and just what they had to do to survive and kind of what went on during that time. Sure. How... How the RAF, the Air Force, the Royal Air Force, mm-hmm. um, defended, and like oh, I loved all hearing all about all of that. So they get a little into it um, at the beginning, but or maybe it was at the end. I don't remember exactly, but they do get into it and they kind of explain the RAF a little bit. Um, but it does it it. It starts out pretty, um, like, just kind of jumps in, you know. Mm -hmm. There's not necessarily a soft opening necessarily. Um, I guess similar to uh, Hostiles, so, uh, but probably not quite as emotionally heavy. (laughs) I I would hope not. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, the main reason why I typically feel like Dunkirk gets praised is the visuals. 
and also for just telling the story, kind of what you touched upon. I feel like Dunkirk, for being as such a significant turning point in the war for the British in World War II, it's not something that's shown on film a whole lot. I don't know if it's ever been shown. I assume it's been partially, but it's never been the primary focus. And so I felt like a lot of the notoriety was sort of, one, the subject matter, just that he was telling the story that doesn't get told a whole lot. So it felt fresh. You know, it's always a challenge for World War II movies. Like, well, how do you find another angle on World War II? I mean, it's basically the most storied war ever. I mean, more than likely. I mean, maybe Vietnam or Civil War are up there. I mean, I feel like probably those are the three wars, at least for America, that we get the most films about. I I agree with you. Um, the I think a broader view of World War Two is more of shown or like all of this. I mean, obviously we're in America, so yeah, you're right. Like we're gonna get more of an American take on mm-hmm. the war. So to see it more from the British point of view is it's different. Um, but I mean, I mean, I would definitely agree with you. We we have way more movies on World War Two, probably more that I can think of off the top of my head on Vietnam, at least recently, recent, more modern movies. Mm-hmm. My expectation going in is, I know it's visually going to be solid. I know a little bit, I've heard some of the score and sound effects, so I have an idea of what that's going to be like. I know it's... Typical in some ways of big war films where there's a lot of known actors who are going to show up for a role. Some of them are going to be prominent. Some of them might be only for a couple minutes. What I'm cautious about, I guess, like hoping that it resonates more, but I'm not sure if it will, is just people to grab onto like the feeling of this story is going on in the macro sense of we've got to get these boats across we've got to escape and that's interesting from an academic standpoint but when you watch story especially when you watch it in my opinion you want to have some sort of personal way to jump in some personal way to go oh i identify with that and that's my concern a little bit is that because it's sort of vignettes and it's kind of trying to track all these different things, I'm a little nervous that you're going to kind of get to the end of the film and go like, I'm glad they told the story of the history, but it didn't really move me much. I guess is my concern. I don't think it'll be a bad film. I'm not really worried about that. Like, I know Christopher Nolan's track record is solid enough. I'm not really worried about the filmmaking quality. And I don't think it'll be a bad time. Like, I don't think it's boring. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping I'm pleasantly surprised. And it's like, I walk out and go, yeah, man, I don't know why that didn't grab me. Because that's actually really interesting. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Am I confident I'm going to get that? <laughs> no, no. No, okay. All right. Well, I mean, we'll... I, I, 
I'm very interested to hear your take on it. So, I mean, we've talked about a ton of movies in the past and, you know, now we're doing this. And so it's, it's always fun to hear your take on different movies and see your, or hear your reaction to it. So I'm, yeah. ex- I'm excited about it. I'm also curious to see like what stands out on rewatching it for you, because like you said, you haven't seen it for a while cause you just saw it when it came out. I, yeah, I remember seeing it in theaters, but I don't, I think I may have seen it again whenever it came out on video. Okay. But, but either way, it's been probably four I mean, years. It, yeah. It came out in 2018. So yeah. So three, maybe. Yeah. What's the number one thing that you think made you want to recommend it or why it stood out? I think it's the storytelling of it, the uniqueness of it. Um, Because if you read the synopsis, it it tells you it's from three different points of view. Uh, One of the British soldiers, uh, an RA. RAF pilot and then a civilian. Oh, okay. So it's from those three points of view. And so it's just telling the story. And it's it's cool. I like I, I like it. I like I I loved yeah, the shots are definitely really cool. Um you know, I and I don't remember anything like groundbreaking or Anything like that, like, but it was very good, like not breathtaking by any means, just good. And as we've discussed a little bit, sometimes I like that. Sometimes I appreciate very much when a director and or cinematographer approaches a story with a bit more of craftsmanship over style or over their personal brand because they go, how can we serve telling the story versus telling the story their way? Yeah. And then that's exactly how, how I feel Nolan took this story is it's, it's very much, I don't feel like it's, you know, sometimes you get into some of these stories that are, you know, based on true stories and everything. And it's just like, I mean, like take um, uh, Saving Private Ryan, like not to diss it or anything like that, but that didn't, from what I've researched, that wasn't necessarily a true story. Right. It's not very factual. Right. Beyond essential, essentially once they leave the beach. Right. So... You know, this is somebody's take on the war. So, whereas this is like, like, it doesn't feel like Nolan did that to the war type thing. He wanted to tell the story from each person's point of view. So. Just hearing you talk about it, I think I'm more interested in watching it now. And that's kind of the goal of this whole thing was that you and I talked and we have similar tastes in things that we like and similar tastes in things that we don't like. Just enough difference. But we found that there was some gaps in between what we watched. Right. Partially because of priority or preference. You know, you and I do like some different things, but sometimes it was also just we had holes and things it was like, oh yeah, I meant to watch that. 
or I'm never sure if I really wanted to watch that. No, you should, you should. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. And so, you know, that's for me, I think this is a really good example of this is a film that I'd probably watch eventually, but I've kind of put off because it's like, eh, it's probably going to be fine. And then having somebody who I know knows me well, that we have similar enough tastes that they said, yeah, I think you would enjoy watching. This is worth watching. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> right. In, in a good way, I'm, I'm forcing myself. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hearing you talk about it, it, it definitely sounds more interesting. And I think what you said was accurate at the beginning. You said that the trailer versus the movie in this case is probably a pretty different experience. Yes. It felt like the trailer was trying to be mysterious and aloof and artsy. And it was like, all you made it seem like is that it's just going to be a bunch of disjointed images and there's no story here. But then uh, hearing you talk, it's like, no, there is, there is story and there's things to hold on to and there's a narrative and it's kind of couched and housed in this bigger event yes. of Dunkirk. So, so yeah, I'm excited. I think, I think it'll be going. Also, I am a little excited to watch something a little less heavy. Yes. Hostiles was great. <laughs> it was. But personally, I was like, when you, when you mentioned this, I was like, oh, PG-13. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not quite as heavy. We w- we win in the end. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so join us for part two after we watch the movie. And obviously I will have many, many thoughts because yes. this will all be brand new. And I'm sure Joel will have lots of things to chime in. Yes. Uh, hopefully some interesting tidbits of history as well, maybe. Yeah. Never <laughs> know. So, well, thank you for joining us for part one. We will, in our show notes, have a way to reach out to us if you want to leave us a voicemail or send us an email with responses or thoughts on this episode. Or recommendations for movies you want us to review. Yeah. Our only caveat is that one of us has not seen it. And if you've listened this far, we thank you and hope you'll join us next time. This is Morgan. And this is Joel. Thanks for listening. <laughs>